Well, it's a brilliant evening. It's a Tuesday. And only one thing happens when those two collide. City Trends is live on your radio. You're welcome to the number one technology conversation on Ghana Radio. My name is Philip Ashon and City Trends is sponsored by Haptel, helping you collect payments easily. And of course, NIIT bringing people and computers together successfully. If you are in charge of any social organization, group, or club, you know how frustrating it can get when you're collecting payments from your members, whether it's a church group, an old school union, or a group of friends contributing towards a project. It can be a nightmare when you're trying to get monies from them for a project. Hubtel, however, is giving you one short code to accept all mobile money payments into one account. So if you're ready to leave behind all the stress of managing such payments, sign up at hubtel.com today with a referral code CITIFM or simply dial star 713 hash and you're on your way to stress-free payments or collection of payments. Your short code will be ready for use in less than an hour, and that's the promise that Haptel is making to you. So go ahead and give them um, a visit to their website, haptel.com, or simply use the hashtag or the, the short code, star713 hash. But remember, when you go to the website, the referral code is CITIFM. Haptel, helping you collect payments easily. On the show today, we talk about the global digital trends for 2019 and also look at the impact of these trends on the digital space in Ghana for businesses and for technology entrepreneurs. We also speak about the Betway Fintech Challenge 2019, a three-month journey to discover, train, and reward some of the brightest fintech ideas in Ghana. Over 50,000 Ghana CDs um, is available in cash prizes to be won. We'll be delving a bit into it on the show. We have the how-to segment. We have of course the your tech segment and we'll be touching on some trending segments and and issues as well on the show you're welcome to join the conversation make sure your voice is heard on our whatsapp number 0549-986-996 share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the whatsapp number 054-998-6996 Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend Okay, let's get the show started. The how-to segment is the very first segment on the show. And the show features some of the common concepts and tips and tricks that you need to know about regarding the technology that you use on a daily basis. Jeffrey Orekusapong shares some insight today on the central processing unit, also known commonly as the CPU. Hello and welcome to the How To segment on City Trends. This evening, we are learning about the central processing unit of a computer, which is often called the CPU. The CPU is the component of any computing device that handles basic instructions and allocates the more complicated tasks to other chips. It makes the device run as it should. The CPU is different from the memory of the computer where all the information is stored. 
It is built by placing billions of microscopic transistors on a single computer chip. These transistors allow it to make the calculations needed to run programs that are stored in the system's memory. The chip is usually in the shape of a square or rectangle and has one notched corner to help place the chip properly in the CPU socket. On the bottom of the chip are hundreds of connector pins that plug into each of the corresponding holes in the socket. The CPU takes instruction from a program or application and performs a calculation by decoding and executing it. Now, our very first conversation on the show has to do with how you, yes, you sitting at home, technology entrepreneur, um, busy mind, very, very intriguing mind, can get yourself on the road to setting up a business for yourself, setting up a solution that the rest of the world can be envious of and probably solve a couple of financial services um, problems that we have in this country because Betway has introduced the Betway Fintech Challenge, which is a three-phase competition with the main aim of creating opportunities for new developments in the financial services industry. Now, the challenge, which is expected to last for three months, is open to legal Ghanaian residents aged 18 and much more. In the studio with me right now is Magnus Rex Dankwa, the junior. Um, I almost called him the second. I'm not sure why. Uh, he's a country manager operations for Betway and, of course, Clenham. Fiajo of Empower Hub, um, the man who has been serving the show for too long, and um, <laughs> it just happens that Betway has brought him into the studio, and we can't complain. Gentlemen, you're welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's it's such a pleasure having the two of you here. But I just I just want to understand what what is this whole Betway fintech challenge all about? If you can lay the ground rules for us. So Betway is all about empowering the people in Ghana. That's why we've powered by our, our colleagues over here empower yeah. i mean in everything we do from our talent search days it's all about exposing people and empowering them and exposing their talents and their hidden abilities for possible investors for possible people to see mm. and then we see where the conversation goes from there mm. so basically that's where this came about right. we want to be in the conversation i mean we are in the digital era now the government is pushing cashless systems and all that mm. we want to be in the conversation about empowering you there are a lot of talented guys out there who can do a thing or two with technology. So mm. why not give them their platform to showcase and then, I mean, with the little incentives to push them as well. Clenham, um, 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 Power Hub, and I know, I have a feeling, I have an idea how you guys weave into this, but walk us through the technicalities of this particular, you know, um, challenge that um, um, you've, you've joined Betway <coughs> to, to, to put together. Okay, so um, we have uh, three weeks of applications. Okay. Um, applications opened on the 19th of February. Okay. It's lasting till the 8th of March, um, which is somewhere next week. Um, so uh, applicants will go through a process of vetting and finding out if their solutions are good enough. Mm. And then uh, after that process, we choose 30 people who go on to uh, the, inc the incubation uh, period, which is about another four weeks. And that period is when we are bringing in workshop facilitators to teach them about design thinking, mm. uh, I mean, even registering their business. Because, you know, a lot of people come into into business thinking that, oh, it's just about having an idea. But right. actually, there are a lot of, you know, uh, moving parts that are behind the business. So right. we don't want to just come for them to just come and take the money and then run out. Right. We want them to have the idea and be able to implement whatever they came onto the, the challenge with. Okay. So that period is for that. 
And then after that, another 20 are going to be taken out. And then the final 10 will go into the final event where they pitch to the, to the judges. I mean, very well-selected judges. And then the final five are chosen. But who, who can enter, actually, right from the beginning? So currently, in this whole process of registering and everything, who is eligible to actually put in an entry? Um, so um, one uh, best way says you have to be 18 years and above. Good. Um, that is primary, and you have to be Ghanaian. Um, uh, I mean, after that, it's just about you and your idea, how you can sell your idea on paper, mm. first of all, because if you can't sell your idea on paper, we probably would, would not even choose you. So how mm. to sell your idea on paper, mm -hmm. and then from then on, we choose you onto the... Mm. Onto the to, onto the thirty um, finalists, and then you start curating and pruning and exactly, shaping yeah. them Everything. as they go along. Now, when all this shaping and mm -hmm. things is done, I'm sure a lot of them are entering because of the money and because of the <laughs> the rewards that come with it. So I'm guessing you have some juicy package for yeah, the definitely, Magnus. Definitely. So what 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 is the juicy package that you have? There's a juicy for pot. <laughs> There's a whole pot. pot. It's not just it's one. A fifty thousand CDs cash pot. Nice. Yes, that's. The first place, second place, and third place get. Okay. But just making it into the final five, mm. you still get a consolation prize before we even move to the money zone. Right. I mean, you can have a very clever idea, but if you don't have the marketing and the money to back you, you just be sitting in your house. Right. Everybody's talented, but without the marketing and the money bit, I mean, you're just a regular somebody. Mm. And one of the things that often happens when we have these challenges is we have a lot of people entering, and then we, like you said, we prune and we curate and yeah. we have, like, the top five. Yeah. Well, in, 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 in your process, is there a consideration for the others who don't necessarily make it, for example? There is. There is. Just like football, you bring scouts to come and pick other people that you feel are not good enough, but mm. in somebody else's eye, they may fit the portfolio they are looking for. Right. So just like this process, there'll be people there, aside the judges, there'll be potential investors, there'll be other companies, there'll be tech companies, mm. just to see if whatever idea they're selling doesn't fit our portfolio, but mm. will fit theirs. Right. We are empowering and exposing these people to these potential people mm. so it's, it's not just about the finalists but it's about exposing everybody that takes part in the competition to a potential one, one, one of the things that also happens is after these competitions i mean someone wins yes. we're happy you know they appear in the newspapers online everybody's happy two weeks later you know it's almost like nothing is going on most of them come in just for the money for example and then they bail is, is there a way by which this challenge is going to follow up with you know, the winners, make sure that they actually implement mm -hmm. you know, their, their I, solutions. I think that the reason why that happens most of the time is because uh, there's no hand-holding. Right. Um, you get the money and then you run out and then whatever you, are, you even do with the money it doesn't bother. But I mean, that is why we have the period of the workshop mm. um, where we are letting people know that you know, these solutions that you have are bankable. So it's not just about taking the money, but actually making sure the solution you have can make you more money than even beyond the 50,000. Right. 50,000 can be blown in, in, in a few weeks. But if you have, a, a, I mean, a conscientious way of spending that money for a business, mm. I mean, it, it, will, it will go a long way to making you even more money mm. than just sitting back. So it's, it's not, it, we, we know that people do that a lot, but we are looking at ways of hand-holding them, taking mm. them to into places where we know they can, they, I mean, whatever app they have or solution they have, they can have the right connections, the right network that they can push it from, from idea to, to a, a valid business. So one of the things that I just wanted to find out is 
people doing a listening right now, somebody has just tuned in, wants to find out how they can participate, how they can be a part of this 50,000 Ghana CD pots. I like the pot a bit. How, how, what are they supposed to do? What are they supposed to know? What are the basic bits of information that they should? Okay, they should so, be I mean, if, if you're listening now, you want to apply for the challenge, just log on to www.betway.com.gh forward slash Betway Fintech Challenge. Okay. You have a lot of information there. I mean, you can even apply on there. And then, I mean, from then on, just pray and hope that you are among the 30 mm. and then we can take you to the next and level. that's it but of course we are looking at five key areas and these areas are consumer connection and experience innovation um, data driven design we are looking at investment and wealth management we are looking at blockchain which is a very big nice. thing now and then we are looking at organizational process transformation nice nice we just had a question um, on whatsapp will they take a share of the companies that's coming from David I mean, that's a very legit question. Yes, absolutely. Like I said from the beginning, our goal here is just to empower people. Mm. We are not here for you to build something for us to take shares in. and We're here just to give you the platform to see what you can do for yourself. I mean, everybody's looking for a 95 something to sustain them. And that's what this is about. We don't want shares in your company. Mm. We just want to expose you so that you can learn from all these people along the way. Right. From the beginning, the workshops, the final events. We have very tech people that can give you a thing or two that you can add to your basic to improve yourself. Mm. So we don't need shares in your company. At all. No. At all. Well, I, I'm hoping that clarifies some of the questions that some of you might have um, um, in your mind right now. But basically, Betway Ghana um, has launched the Betway Fintech Challenge. And it's a three-phase competition with the main aim of creating opportunities for new developments in the financial um, services industry. So you have about a week, I believe, or two weeks to send in your applications. And then keep your fingers crossed because um, some very critical people will be looking at your application and I mean, if you make it through, you basically are getting closer and closer to the 50,000 Ghana CD pots um, that will be available for the top three. Any any final comments, Magnus or um, Clennon, before um, you take so I'll this? say that, you know, sometimes um, entrepreneurs or startups, um, I mean, set off, they have ideas, they build a thing, they don't have money, I mean, to I mean, move the, 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 the thing from idea even to uh, an MVP to, to the market. And, and Bedway is coming into that space to actually fill the gap of not having money and also taking you to the next level of taking you to market. So I believe that everyone out there who has an idea uh, that is around fintech, financial technology, should make it a point to apply. Even if you know somebody, just send them the link and then uh, ask them to apply. Ask your friends if you're in school, ask your friends to come together mm -hmm. and then come up with an idea and then push it to us. We will definitely review and let, and Brilliant. let you in. Brilliant. Look forward to that. Practice. Yeah. I mean, coming from a business that is 100% solely online, mm. we feel the digital space is, is, is the ish now. I mean, the tech <laughs> people are here. The digital frame is where you need to be now. Right. So this is what we are pushing. I mean, jump on board. Bring all your clever ideas and mm. see where it's going to take you. I mean, it can be you. It can be you and your team. Just right. Bring your ideas and let's help improve it and take it on. I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. Well, bring your ideas. Let's grow it. Let's see how best we can solve some of the financial, you know, problems or issues within the financial services sector in the country. And um, you never know. You could be the next person that everybody will be looking to to provide a solution for them. It's it's incredible what technology is doing, the disruptions that we're having in the space. And I just can't wait to see who will be eventually emerging as the winner. It will be great to have them in the studio for a 
example for us to have a chat with them and then see how best we can move forward. Magnus, thank you so much. Clenham, appreciate it. I hope that you find a way to get yourself back in the studio. I thank will. you guys so much. We'll bring him back. <laughs> please do. Please do. Just had a quick message there for no party says if it is rex of betway then it's genuine hey it's only genuine people who allow on the show you have to understand that you have to get that anyway we're jumping straight into our next conversation for today our main conversation actually um you know, it's, it's, it's incredible the things that are happening um, globally on the digital space. But then what are the trends looking like and what is um, the digital space looking like in Ghana and um, what are the implications of what's happening globally um, on Ghana? We're going to just jump straight into that one. Conversations, conversations, conversations. So last week, we had a conversation with Jamila Abdullahi about the survival kit or the digital survival kit for the average person for the average technology entrepreneur for the average person looking at even surviving um in a digital world but when you think about it what is the digital landscape looking like what are the global trends currently in the world of digital or things relating to digital and where are the opportunities that you can probably Take your time and look into and take advantage of. Also, what does the scene look like in Ghana? Where do we stand when we compare ourselves with the rest of the world and the strides being made by other countries, by other institutions and everybody else? Do we measure up? Are we even close to measuring up? Well, these are some of the issues that we want to dissect on the show today. And I have a very good friend with me today. And Stephen Nasser is is, is is an amazing man enabling growth wherever he goes um if you follow him on twitter if you follow him on social media you probably are a social media strategist by now because the lessons that he puts out on a daily basis definitely will, will, will make sure that you grow in wisdom and steven is here with us steven thank you so much for joining us on the show and this is a this is this is a, a 2019 that has opened up so many opportunities for so many different people, especially people who are minded about building businesses for the future. And um, I guess my first question will be, what exactly is going on on the digital landscape and where are we most likely to take advantage of? Which parts of the digital future can we take most advantage of? So paint us first of all a picture and then let's get into specifics. Thank you very much, Philip. Uh, thanks for having me once again. So it's good to be on City Trends, even when, I mean, we're not on, it's great to follow from far because the knowledge shared is always very deep. Absolutely. Thanks for your contribution to the industry. Always. Uh, amazing investment in the industry. Um, like you said, we just want to look today at some of the digital landscape, the trends that have been, just been published, some mm. of the numbers that everybody looks out for at the beginning of the year and how they influence the way we leverage digital for growth in terms of businesses and all of that. So we start looking from, I mean, the global numbers. I think one of the things that characterized uh, 2018 mm. was uh, the Cambridge Analytica stuff. Yes. And what happened was that it broke down a lot of the trust that people had in social media. There was even, I mean, 
a hashtag called delete Facebook yes. that was launched and all these things happened. Uh, we also saw incidents like even as late as around the Christmas or something. Mm. Like, I don't know if you remember the, the fire festival incident yes. where some celebrities, influencers, all these hooks and all of that. So a lot has happened. <laughs> a lot happened in 2018 yeah. that really made people question whether or not there was going to be digital was still going to be growing right. and whether it was still critical to the growth of businesses. Mm. If you look at the numbers, it was actually growth. Wow. So all despite that, all despite the, all that happened, the negatives, all the negatives. For example, Facebook, which was I mean most affected. We saw all the hearings at the Senate and all those places with Mark Zuckerberg, him shaking in, in his seat and all of that, it still grew by close to 10% in terms wow. of their numbers. Wow. So just to run through some of the, I mean, top line numbers, um, looking at the world now, as published by We Are Social and Hootsuite, who yes. are the most reliable people. Mm, exactly. We all look at their numbers. We've got 7.6 billion people in the world right now. Mm. Okay. Uh, we have 5.12 uh billion mobile numbers you need mobile numbers okay and about 4.38 million a billion people on the internet okay wow. active social is 3.48 okay and the one that's critical for me is um mobile social media users which is smartphone so 4.38 billion people are currently online online yeah actively on a daily basis yes. Wow. How many people are on social, you said? On social, it's 3.48. 3.48 billion people. Yes. And um, in terms of mobile social, which is smartphones, it's 3.25. 3.25 billion. Um, yes. I mean, just in terms of Ghana, for example, you see that, I mean, looking at it, you see that there's a very close gap between the social media and an active mobile social. Yeah. And it's partly because mobile phones have become cheaper, smartphones have yeah. become cheaper. Yeah. In Ghana now, with 300 cities, you get decent. So a lot more people are enabled to get online to be doing social. Hmm. All of that. We'll look at the Ghana numbers in a bit sure. to compare them. Sure. But this, in terms of penetration, it means that there's 56% uh, pen, uh, urbanization in the world, 67% uh, mobile Usage, uh, 57% internet usage, 57% internet penetration, uh, 45% social media penetration, and 42% um, mobile social penetration. Okay, wow, looking at it year on year, the population only grew by 1.1%, as in global population. Mm. But if you look at uh, unique mobile users, it grew by 2.0. I won't go through all the numbers, but in terms of internet, significant, though. Yeah, significant. Just looking very at significant. I mean, with the background of what happened with trust, uh, Cambridge Analytica, everything else. Everybody leave everything else that happened. Yeah. Wow. I mean, when, when you look at the number of mobile devices, for example, mm-hmm. globally, and you look at the fact that 57% in terms of internet penetration, yeah. we've come a long way from mm-hmm. just a couple of years ago where mm. we really weren't hitting such good numbers no. in terms of internet penetration globally. And I remember very well, a couple of years ago, myself, Kweku uh, Sechiado, and mm. I've forgotten the name, the lady that used to run the Kofi Annan Center. Um, oh, I said the... Uh, yeah, she's left now, but yes. you, know, you know who I'm I know, about. I know who you're okay. talking I mean, about. We didn't go together, but we were together at a Barcelona, at a Mobile World Conference, mm. and the objective was that 
the next few years they wanted to bring the price for mobile per mobile handset to below thirty dollars. Wow. We're very close now mm. to that. So these are some of the numbers. I mean, in terms of uh, active social users, it grew by nine percent. Mm. Mobile social grew by ten percent. Mobile social grew by ten percent, and the ten percent is about two hundred ninety-seven million people. Mm. Came on mobile social, so these are significant numbers. And so these are people who are accessing social media through their mobile through devices. Through their mobile devices, right. so like smartphones. Right. Okay. Right. Um, there are a lot of numbers that we can look at. I mean, mm. if people want, we can. But these share are them. very, very significant. Yeah. I mean, when when you think about the fact that mm-hmm. what ten percent increase mm-hmm. from last year mm-hmm. of people who are accessing social media through mm-hmm. their mobile devices mm-hmm. and it's, it's significant when you compare that to for example the fact that 3.2 percent of people are currently with mobile devices yes. you know it just puts a few things into context in terms of the number of people who are number one accessing content you know on yeah. on on the internet or available globally mm-hmm. digitally and it also tells you if there's 57 percent internet penetration rate mm-hmm. globally mm-hmm. i mean we've basically passed that means half of the world it's is online. currently Active. online yeah. right now as we speak. And, and for me, the key, when I, what I always tell people is that the people are there mm. for you to communicate to and to convert them. It's how you do it. That's, That's the critical the bit. Mm. Because there's a lot of mm. noise also. Mm. There's a lot of junk that goes on. I mean, when you consider the numbers, <laughs> I mean, if 3.25 million people are posting probably yeah. every day or 3.48 billion people are socially active you can imagine the amount of content that is generated and so finding a way to make your message go through all of that is it will be it will be pretty challenging and that's one of the key i mean takeaways we look at before we go into ghana in particular wow just to i mean add a bit to the global i mean outlook the landscape for example so facebook is still the biggest i mean as expected uh, yeah social platform and then youtube Mm. but whatsapp is number three Wow. Globally. I mm. mean, when we come to Ghana, we see a little difference. So these are the most ac- accessed platforms. Platforms. Globally. Okay. Mm. You see that in the top five, three of them are actually uh, messaging apps. Mm. So you've got number three, WhatsApp, number four, Facebook Messenger, and then number five is WeChat. Mm. So again, you look at the trends. A lot more people are moving towards what we call dark social, where it's more of a closed group. It's either one-on-one, one-to-one, or one-to-group mm-hmm. in nice social media and all of that so how do you then play in this area because Mm -hmm. it then moves on to uh doing personalized communication it's not mass much anymore to be successful how do you penetrate these groups okay interesting all right so let's look at ghana so just a few numbers yeah so in terms of ghana our population is supposed to be 29.78 million right now yes all right um we always have more more numbers than yeah, whether they are active or not yeah. is an issue. But I mean, really most crazy. most people have two phones now. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's thirty-eight point seven eight. Wow. Okay, million. Um, thirty-eight point yeah. seven eight. So more than the population. But we we understand why the number is so yeah. huge. I mean, we still hope that the NCA will do some. So this thirty-seven point seven eight is the number of mobile numbers mobile, that are active. Mobile active mobile numbers. Yes. As in subscriptions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In terms of internet users, it's 10.32. 10.32. million. So that's like 35%. Million? Yes. Okay. So these are people are active on social? On on, on the internet? Yes, on the internet. Mm. Okay. Mm. So that's like 35% uh, penetration. Mm. Okay. 
of the population. And then in terms of uh, active social right. media, it's 5.8 million. So 19% of the population. And then mobile, I mean social, mm. is 5.4. So 18%. So it's just so, 1% difference. And I mean, we shouldn't be surprised because apart from mobile phones becoming cheaper, all our grandmoms and our grandpas are now um, using. Yeah, and wow. the most active platform we'll find out is WhatsApp because they are very active. active but it's easier for yeah. them to use. Mm. There. So Whereas are, globally, it is it is Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. On a local level, it is more WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah. Because of the the need to communicate mm. with you know whoever relatives yeah. and things like that, and probably because of the the perceptions and the sophistication mm. that it needs to communicate appropriately on a we, platform yeah. like on, on like Facebook. I, I, I see. I see. Well, listeners, so we are currently going through some of the statistics or the global trends with regards people who have access to mobile, people who have access to internet, people who access social media platforms or new media platforms. And the number of people, for example, who even do this using mobile handsets and mobile devices. It's it's a very, very interesting um, scene that we have. And currently, we are just looking at the, the numbers having to do with Ghana. Three or 38.78 billion active mobile subscribers. We have 10.35 million people accessing the internet. And we have 5.8 million people who are active on social media. When you, when you think about those numbers, it just gives you a sense of where people are headed in terms of where they go to to consume media, media. on a daily basis. And in terms of even the future of digital, if you're a business, if you're an individual, if you're an entrepreneur, these are some of the numbers that you should be thinking about when you're thinking about number one. What sort of content are you creating and what sort of solutions are you building and who you are going to build it for? So, so Nasa, if you, if you can... Yeah. Just, just one more number to throw in there about Ghana. In terms of mobile social, mm. it grew by 10%. Wow. Over, yeah. From last year? From last year. So year on year grew 10%. Okay. So that's a lot of numbers. We can look at them I mean, later on. But the other thing I wanted us to look at also, which is published by uh, Hootsuite, is the key social media trends to look out for. Mm. Uh, key, I say even digital trends to look out for. And they highlight five main ones for us to look out for. Mm. I'll just mention them and we'll try and explain each one of them. Yes, please. Okay. So the first one is rebuilding trust. Rebuilding trust. Okay. Okay. Um, one of the things that happened in 2018, like we talked about earlier, was that a lot of trust was lost with all that went on with, from fake news to Cambridge Analytica to people, people's data being stolen and all yeah. sort of things that mm. happened, Twitter being hacked, all something that happened. Now, trust is very critical. Yeah. And businesses will need to think about trust mm. when mm. they are, I mean, using these platforms. Mm. Then, storyfying social. Storyfying social. Social, that's number right. two. Um, most people would, I mean, notice that these days, even grandmas and grandpas who didn't expect to be going to WhatsApp status, go there to view your status. And then you get surprised when you, get, yeah. you see who exactly who has been. Yeah. Yeah. Same way as Instagram stories has grown and businesses are now actually also exploring actively Facebook stories and yeah. all of that. So these are all important. Then closing the ads gap. Okay. Because uh, it's now very competitive. Facebook and all these platforms have become what we call pay-to-play. Mm. Reach is so minimal, as an organic reach, yeah. it's so minimal that if you don't boost your post, you're, you're not, not you're going to be I mean, seen. Reach, unless you are 
um, a media house or an organization like City, which has credible, and so people naturally would go there. Otherwise, you are like an entrepreneur. You need to boost, boost your, to be able to your get post to be able to get the audience that you want. Mm. And so, the ads gap is closing because it's now becoming more competitive, and it means that uh, you need to spend a lot more and be smarter, not just with the money, but also even with the content and who you are targeting with the money. Mm. So, in terms of targeting when you're doing your ads, it's very very critical now. And then cracking the commerce code. Mm. I think one of the things we've seen in Ghana is that you mentioned it earlier. Most startups and most, I mean, business people, whether it's uh, makeup artists, fashion designers or whatever, are pushing a lot of their, I mean, um, products and their things themselves on Instagram, for example. Right. And you see a lot of people, even though in Ghana in particular, people are not doing the payment directly mm. on Instagram, mm. you find that that's where the journey Begins. The customer journey begins. So people go there. Like for example, if I look at myself, for example, I go there when I want ideas for, let's say, gifts for friends, right. new clothes, and all of that. I go to Instagram actively. If I'm looking at it as nasty. There was a time when people typically go to Pinterest for something like yeah. that. But then now, a lot of these stores are already available on mm. Instagram. Yes. You can easily shop right there on the platform, yes. Yes. or you can send them a message, yes. and then they will get back to you. It's, yeah. It's so that's fully integrated into the e-commerce mm. mix now. Mm. More so in Ghana now that now you can pay with so many, I mean, mobile payment options. Mm. And so whether it's delivery at the door or you send slight pay or any of our friends who have all these payment platforms, that easily gets done. And then messaging eats the world in mm. terms of the messaging apps. Mm. Mm. Now a lot of conversation is moving towards that. I mean, it's amazing how you find that sometimes story, a story might break on, uh, let's say, citynews.com. Mm. And the story migrates from there into WhatsApp groups and starts circulating from there. Because by our sharing culture in Ghana, we trust WhatsApp a lot more than sharing on Facebook to friends. So this is, these are the five key ones to watch. Okay, the other things like, for example, the growth of AI and, yeah, and all those things, they will continue to grow. But they wouldn't be very big in Ghana. In terms of impact. In terms of impact mm. at this stage. I mean, some brands are cracking it and using it because... The beautiful thing about AI and I mean those other I mean uh, tools is that they add excitement to the customer experience. Okay, so if a bank, for example, can help you to be able to do real time ATM have a real time ATM locator and all those things, it adds excitement. Right. To and then when sometimes they can expand yeah. it and add an art, um, a virtual reality yes. sort of view into it where. Mm. It, it incorporates with your camera yes. and then shows you that 10 yeah, by 10 directions. directions yeah, to, to the, yeah. Right, so all those right. things, I mean, on a small scale, we're right. seeing them, but they are not very big at this stage. So we'll continue to see some of these things. But right. the, these five are key to watch. I mm -hmm. just want to elaborate on them a bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So rebuilding trust a bit. I've talked about the Cambridge Analytica. Yes. Plus also people being just, I mean, uh, ripped off by influencers right. you and i were part of this influencer yes. summit we had yes kind of for example one of the points i made was that as a consultant when i talk to my business people if any of my clients has a brand new bag for example i don't mind giving it to any of the actors or actresses to just hold it and then that's creating awareness right. people will notice the bag so within let's say 30 minutes they've got about ten thousand likes whatever they'll know there's a new bag called let's say K Ashon bag, right. whatever. But when it comes to engagement, you need to really look at micro influencers. Yeah. Mm. Let me mm. give you an example. I've got some clients who, through me, are using one of these big people. Right. The people come and say, Nase, can you send me a copy for this picture I want to post? Mm. 
same so you can mm. see through and you know it's not authentic they haven't written yeah. it themselves mm. Mm. and so the wow. trust is not there wow. conversion is very bad. and in ghana we need to watch these things so that's so that's it for the very first one rebuilding trust. trust and especially like you're saying considering everything that's happened over the last yeah. over the last year mm. it's important that and it's not just about data breaches and things no, like that, but mm. the authenticity of the message, the authenticity of the carrier of the message. Yes. You know, all of that is important in a very digital world that yes. we have in. Yes. In terms of who is saying what, the credibility that follows the person who is saying well, what. It's, it's easy and, to check and, and, people and, and, out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. That's I interesting. mean, I mean, because of time, I want to rush through this. Please, so yes. The story finds social, for example, yes. about the way... WhatsApp status has become big. Mm. Instagram stories has become have become big, and a lot more brands are going there because now it's not just text people are looking at. People go there and they watch. Sometimes they watch WhatsApp stories like watching a series. Yeah. So you start from the first one, that's the latest one, and you watch all them. Go. And people get offended <laughs> when you don't post on your on your yeah, story. Yeah. Because they go there to look for things. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about closing the ads gap, the competition, yes. and all of that. So you need to be smarter. We've also talked about the cracking the commerce code. Right. Okay, where we are now integrating social a lot more into the e-commerce. We use uh, Instagram in particular to do this. Okay. And then messaging eats the world, where the messaging apps are becoming very significant now. Mm. Mm. For example, I mean, it's a pain when you are in some WhatsApp groups and people don't obey the rules. Yeah. And so they post a lot of junk. But often, when you need something, mm. let's say you wake up and you need a mechanic, mm. and you post there that, oh, does anybody know a good mechanic? You look out for the people who have credibility within the group like the petrol heads. So you don't just think, and some of these referrals are happening in these groups. And this is where sometimes some of the micro-influencers are incorporated. I've done a project in Kenya and other places with moms. We know moms, we've all moms groups, for example, some of these. And you would find that, um, I can use this because it's a well-known example. In 2015, 16, Mm. when J&J had issues with a woman using powder and and her they getting fined. It hit one of the brands that I was managing back then. Okay. And in Kenya, there are groups, there's a group called Kilimani Moms. Okay. And these moms groups are on WhatsApp, and they are closed groups. So you need credible people within those groups to be able to communicate your message. Yeah. Otherwise, they could be talking about your brand, and mm. you are outside. That's dark social. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So these messaging apps are becoming very significant. We need to right. look at these. For example, your I mean, fashion... That means there's a lot of purposefulness that needs to yeah. go into... These, planning and using these, these yeah. platforms it's not just picking random no, people and then no. just giving them material mm. to just do whatever but mm. being very purposeful being very um, um and understanding um, the um, culture and the habits exactly that's what we call it the landscape <laughs> interesting yeah. interesting well this is this is city trends on 97.3 ctf and we are having a conversation with steven abwedi um about not say Abwedi, about the digital trends globally and what it means for us here as well. Because a lot of these things happening on a global scene have implications for us as well. There's a lot happening within the digital space, within the social or new media space, and they are having implications on young technology entrepreneurs, big businesses, big corporates, and even individuals themselves. And it's important that you understand what's going on globally to be able to make informed decisions today, even as um, you prepare yourself for, for, for the future. So it's, it's, it's very important that we have some of these conversations. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrends.
We've, we've talked about a number of things. Now, one of the things I wanted you to briefly touch on, cracking the commercial code. That's usually where a lot mm. of brands have, where a lot a of persons have a lot of struggle because how are you going to convert likes, for example, into physical, like money or mm. benefits, you know, mm -hmm. monetary benefits for, for the business? If you can elaborate on that a little. Um, let, me, let me just say that on digital, the, I mean, the key, the strategy is not very different from in I mean, offline. Experience is the most important thing. Mm. A customer goes through a journey. So it starts from uh, becoming aware of the product, consideration, conversion, usage, mm. and then uh, post-usage. I mean, whether it's going to be referrals or whatever, and then they become advocates for the brand. Mm. You want to always be able to carry the customer all the way through. But experience is key. So here, for example, I'll use an example. If, let's say, you manage to, you're smart and you say, oh, you collect people's numbers when they come to your shop and buy anything, mm. buy things. The last thing you want to do to ruin the experience they've had is start spamming them with WhatsApp. Right. So it's great. People want to hear from you through WhatsApp and all of that. But is what you're sending them relevant? Mm. Don't let it sound like spam. Right. So permission is key. Okay. If, if, if you get yeah. what I mean. Yeah. In the same way, if it's on Facebook, for example, people are liking your posts and all of that. How is the post then generating the next action? What's the call mm. to action in the post, for example? Okay. So it's not good enough, let's say, if you're a fashion designer, just posting your creatives there. But talk a bit more about the creatives. So, for example, why did you match black with, I mean, white in this design, in this outfit? I remember one of our friends, she was mm. here last week, Jamila, mm. did something for us when we were at PZ. She reviewed our new roll-ons. And when she reviewed them, she did a video and said that one of the things she likes about our roll-ons is that she likes wearing black. Mm. Other women, when they wear black and use roll-ons, some white, white patches, mm. but this doesn't do that. Mm. So that's a user experience. And that there's a lot more value in things like that than a lot of likes. So the likes are good, but after they've liked it, what does the post compel them to do? Mm. This is where you are thinking of the experience you're giving them. So we need to be smarter in that sense. Okay. The point I want to make is don't spam people. Right. Permission is important. Okay. okay. If you have the permission, don't spam people. Right. Don't overdo it. Right. I think one other thing also that I want to talk about is that um, of most of our consumers, okay, they no longer trust some of this media. Mm that we use so okay so if you're going to use a lot of these social media platforms mm. facebook and all those things you have to understand where does it play in our landscape right. okay where does it play in where are people making the decisions mm. so for example if i look at myself i use facebook for everything else when it comes to news i go a lot to twitter news conversations so that's mm. why i go for all of that i don't look to buy stuff or look for new products on twitter right. there are a few male brands that are there that i look out for if it comes to shopping, for example, I'll go and look on Instagram, look at what's going on. So what during Valentine's Day, people are doing all sorts of stuff. Mm. So I understand where people are going and where their trust is most, okay? When the news breaks, for example, on Twitter, I know people to look out for and see if they have posted it before I start making noise about it, okay. before I start believing it. In the same way as a brand, who is telling your story? Again, another example. When the stuff happened at uh, Newmont, mm -hmm. when we were at the event, mm -hmm. I remember Adiki saying that the when they had the official communication, they used people like Israeli to communicate it. 
because he's somebody that people believes. He mm. has credibility when it comes to news. Mm. So it, it wouldn't be seen as one-sided and all of that. Same way as a brand. Not everybody can communicate for you. Yeah. So when you have your message as a brand story, tell it and use credible because it's important. There's a lot of... The, 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 you know, a lot of the time, it feels simplistic almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's put some influencers there. Let's give some people some, you know, posts. Let's craft some message for some mm-hmm. people. And it feels like that is the way to go. Nah. But there's a lot of purposefulness that mm-hmm. needs to be... There's, there's yes. a lot of craft that needs to go around. A lot of of thinking and yes. planning and, and strategizing yes. that needs to go along with how mm. we engage on, on the social front. Mm. That's that's very interesting. Okay. That's just very interesting. Um, another thing that we want to look at is that it's important to understand people first. Mm. So understand the audience first. Mm. Then go after the platform. Okay. So if you understand your habit, like we talked about, most Ghanaians are active now on WhatsApp. Anyway. So understand where... You, and then if you're going to use WhatsApp, I mean, for your marketing, for example, also know how to use it. Okay. In the same way also for people who are app developers, like banks and the rest, I often say that there's no value in a banking app if it doesn't stop me from going to the banking hall. Mm. Just mm-hmm. when I was coming, I saw a post on Facebook. Yeah. Somebody says, the new banking hall is, mobile is the new banking hall. It's what true. makes it? What makes, what makes it? it, it mm. That. Mm. You understand what I mean? Mm. And it's very, very critical. And so understand the users and what do they need. Mm. If your bank targets this people, people with this kind of lifestyle, then that's what you need to do. Excuse me to say, for most savings and loans, there's no need for them to have an app. Mm. Because most people in the rural areas like to go there and transact. They Physically. Like to know who is their bank manager? Mm. Who counts the money for but, them? I mean, they will argue that they are preparing them for the future. Yeah. Well, yes, but is that right investment at this stage? Mm. Because it I mean. it is it takes a lot of money and investment to get an app running, yes. a proper app yes. at least. Yes. And so if like, you're not, I like the, 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 you, if, 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 if 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 you're not very purposeful and you don't strategize mm-hmm. properly, like you said, mm-hmm. you're, you're basically just throwing money down the drain. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. very very important. Mm-hmm. Another one is that the average Ghanaian spends three hours a day on social media. Okay. So we used to, we, we used to saying that oh attention span is reducing. Mm. No, it's not reducing. Rather, people have attention only for valuable or content that is worth looking at. Right. So if you've got junk in a crowded area, people will ignore your content. Mm. Mm. So mm. it's not about how many times you post. Mm. I've got clients who post twice a week, but it's quality content. Yeah. And it's things that people, people always are relevant. Look out for. People will look mm. out for. Wow. Okay. Um. We, we've always heard that content is king, and I just want to address this one. Yeah. It's true, mm. but there's no value in content if it doesn't generate engagement. Mm. So no value in, in content, content if it doesn't engage, if it doesn't um, generate, engagement. generate engagement. Okay, because it's the engagement that then brings uh, the consideration and conversion. If you are branding or selling stuff, or whatever you want to convert people to become loyal to you, what conversation does your post generate? Mm. Is that conversation? that then kind of recruits people. So it's important we look at that.
lots of incredible things. I do I do hope you picked up a thing or two from um the conversation that Nase Bode and I had. Um but hey, if you missed out on anything, the podcast will be available for you to download and listen to. So don't don't even fret. It's also available on iTunes, so in case you're wondering how you can do that. If you are on TuneIn as well, the TuneIn podcast space is also um City Trends also available on there. And um yeah, you can take a listen anytime you want. But we're going to get into the your tech segment and we um we've had some pretty um um interesting messages coming through we had an emergency one um coming through a while ago dst trends is an emergency my phone just dropped and it's gone off but the temperature keeps um heating up it's not coming on no matter how long i press the power button it's a huawei nexus 6p with a built-in battery what should i do please help the cold the cold turkey has started and um, Mr. Entry, this uh, this this came in just a couple of minutes ago and um, I, I don't know <laughs> it's a very tricky situation to find yourself in yes it is it's, it's very very tricky mm. and uh, as as you said it's an emergency so we have to yeah, quickly get him an answer okay so let's let's see if um, our in-house experts can can help us out with that um, don't stress um, too much about this just allow the phone to sit quietly in an area with um, normal room temperature if the temperature is cold that's better and leave it alone till tomorrow morning i'm sure it will work all right sometimes the phone does that when it has a heavy knock so just leave it quietly at a safe location um, room normal room temperature if there's an 80 in the place it's better leave it alone so the battery runs out totally uh, which is by tomorrow morning and it should work fine i hope well okay i um you didn't leave your name though but um i do hope that helps and clarifies a few things so um iron house express says just leave it just let it be um leave it till tomorrow let it cool down and then you know you can try and charge it or start it up again you know so apart from this emergency that came in today which which other issues do we have yeah, this week so this week we had we had a double pack question from okay prosper okay yeah, there's double pack so <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear the question okay hello my name is i use a techno common cx and the issue is that anytime i'm in my room then the network goes off internet and even calls drop when um, i happen to call someone and we are talking or someone calls me sometimes he says he switched off but if i'm outside my room about say 30 to 50 meters away from my room everything comes back and when i'm in town everything works perfectly but as soon as i enter my room everything goes off as the network goes off and so i want to find out if there is any gadgets or something that is in my area that is limiting the network and if there's anything i can do to get network or to restore network fully and it happens with all network vodafone mtn tigo etel all of them it happens with all of them thank you very much great so that, that's the first question so let's let's hear the answer from our expert prosper cell phone calls are routed from cell site to cell site using fiber optic connections these are high speed connections that are done with cables usually laid underground your mobile phone or every mobile phone connects to a particular cell site at each time wirelessly signal strength degrades as you get further away from a cell site because of how these 
cell site range intersects, sometimes some particular geographic location can have what we refer to as a dead spot. No cell coverage in one particular area. It is quite rare in these modern times, but it does exist. Sometimes cell phone companies share their cell towers with other providers. And because of this, some particular places can be dead spot to all the service providers. Talking about jamming of cell, asking if it was possible that somebody is jamming, that is preventing people from the area from getting the network. It is possible with a device called a, a, a cellular service jammer. But these devices are very restricted. It's very difficult to import them. It's very difficult to operate them. I once lived in an area where I only got signal when I had my phone at a particular spot on my bed. I suggest you talk to your cell phone service provider. Find out also from those in your area if they have such issues. Yeah, I think this is a very detailed answer to Prosper. Yeah. And then uh, you should kind of really understand it, understand the question, and mm. then get to the service providers to, to give rectify them, it. Yeah, right. to yeah. give them as much of a solution yeah. as possible. So sh let's, should we get yeah. to the second question? Let's get to the second part. Okay. The second question. Hello, my name is Prosper again, and my wife uses a Techno Spark, Spark uh, 7, and what happens is um, if you call the number, if you call her phone, it will ring once, and then it tells you the number is busy. It's like the way if you intentionally reject someone's call, that's how it's, it behaves. So when you call, it will ring once, that kind of ringtone ping then on the next attempt to ring it drops and tells you that the number you're calling is busy and it happened to happens to both the it's a dual sim phone so it happens to both sims and then if you remove the sim we tried removing the sim and putting another phone and then when you call everything works well it goes through well network is working all right you can whatsapp and do all that the data is fine but just the call i don't know if maybe um it's a settings on the phone because we called the networks, we called MTN because she uses MTN and Vodafone. So we called both, but still, they said, okay, they're going to work on it. They gave us short codes to dial to kind of stop the call bearing and all that. But still, if you call, the issue is still the same. And we want to know if it's a setting on the phone and how we can resolve that one. Thank you very much. Yeah, so we'll move straight to the answer. All right. Now for your second question, you are talking about call barring, barring of either incoming calls or outgoing calls. Call barring can be done through the service provider. It can also be done on some phones. Since you have contacted the cell provider and they say that it is not bad from their end, it is most likely done on your phone. Um, I can't tell how to disable it on your phone. Your best guess is to go to a techno technical service center and they will help you to remove all those checks and balances. Thank you for your question. Yeah, so that that's all for this week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean this this week I, I, I like the fact that you know we had 
Um, one person with multiple issues, but it was it was really interesting. It was very very interesting. But um, how can people get in touch with you? And if they have any issues, what should they do? Yeah. So you can reach out to me on Twitter, OYNG, and then when you have challenges with your tech devices, you just send us a WhatsApp message. A WhatsApp message on zero five four. Nine nine eight six nine nine six. All right. So if you have any issues um, with regards, you know the, the 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 equipment or the gear or the um, the technology around you, if you have any issues with it, just send us a message um, on our WhatsApp number, like Mister Entry said, zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six and um we'll get back to you um and i will help you resolve your issues but um if you have an emergency for example um like our texter did earlier today phone dropped and it went off basically we can try and get you an answer as soon as possible just leave it as it is um, um owner of huawei nexus 6p just leave the phone let it be Put this in a place, room temperature, leave it till tomorrow morning. And um, yeah, you should be fine by tomorrow morning. If you don't have, you know, a resolution to it, please follow Mr. Entry on um, Twitter and get to him. And let's see if we can help you and give you a few more um, pointers um, moving forward. We're going to jump straight into the app segment of the show real quick before the training segment. Jeffrey, um, what do you have for us? Hi. So um, before I go on to the apps, there's something I have to say. If you're searching for OING and you can't find, look for Mr. Entry on City Trends <laughs> and you will find him. <laughs> All right. Let's okay, so on to our apps. Yeah. Our first one is called OTA. Please don't ask me. I don't know what it means. Okay. Let's just listen to everything that the young lady has to say. All right. My name is Ada Dixon. The name of the app is OTA. OTA is a Finnish word for help. OTA is a platform that enables you to get background verified service providers from artisans such as barbers, electricians, plumbers, seamstresses, etc. The app connects service providers to their prospective customers, thereby creating jobs for thousands of people in the country while meeting the urgent needs of the people. The OTA app is unique because of its ease of use. We all understand that mobile apps can be a bit cumbersome, therefore, the app has been simplified so that everyone can use it. The app is available on the App Store for iOS users and the Google Play Store for Android users. For more information, visit www.autogh.com. So, so um, that was our first app, Otter. The second one is called Yakokwe. Yakokwe. Yes. Let's listen to that let's, one. Let's do that. Clean Air One Atmosphere, a non-profit registered under the laws of Ghana. Our main goal is to fight inequality through open source data in logistically difficult environment. I mean, in communities where there is low access to information, to resources and opportunities. Currently, we are piloting a project in Ghana and uh, we have developed a mobile application that is Yakokwe, Y-A-K-O-K-O-E. You can download and install Yakokwe from the Google Play Store onto your Android device. Now, what the app is basically doing is to contribute to citizen science development, provide means for open source data and air quality. We understand that information spares actions. We want to help your local capacity through meaningful communication of air quality data from local sensors. We, through the app, also advise subscribers in near real time the state of the air within their location. We use the USAQI, that is air quality index, with simplified color codes to educate the general public. Basically, 
We also make subscribers feel part of an organization that is fighting air pollution. You can connect with us, uh, interact and ask questions via our social media platforms. And the key thing is that Yakoko is a movement, is, is a medium to engage the general public in our quest to fight air inequality through open source data. Uh, also to undertake air quality monitoring with emerging cutting edge local sensors integrated with behavioral changes to ensure a sustainable environment for all. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at cleanair1atm. Wow, like open source information coming from everywhere yep. just to help us to be able to understand what the air pollution, air pollution is and how is. to fight it. That's incredible. Yeah. Yakukui. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yakukui. Uh-huh. Well, hey, I mean, let us know if you download it, if you try it out, let us know what you think about it. Yakukwe and, and um, Otta. Otta are, are two mobile apps for this week. Please, please check them out. These are local applications. Let them, let's check them out. Let's give them feedback so that they can grow and then they can give us better products if they have anything to change. But if there's a mobile app that you have in mind that you want us to review, if there is a local app that you have developed and you want us to review, please get in touch with Jeffrey at... OJ Sapon on Twitter and then Jeffrey Oroku Sapon on Facebook. Yes, indeed. Jumping straight to the trending segment of the show with Farida, Her Royal Highness. When is the next iPhone coming? It's I just so want to get it. My money's ready. My money's on my own, please. I hear it's in a few, it's in a few, it's in a few months, if not weeks. Yeah, but it's in a few months. Lots of rumors, though. Okay. Yeah, I want to say it's in time rumors. for my birthday. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah. So, yeah. fingers crossed. I just want to get the new iPhone. Yes. For her birthday. Yeah, we because there's, there's a lot of, you know, updates, features coming to all these phones. Yeah, I mean, last week, um, for example, <laughs> Samsung released yeah, a host of, including the Fold, which you know has got a bit of a mixed feedback but so far it looks like the samsung galaxy s10 mm-hmm. and then yeah. the s10 plus have received some really positive feedback you know my only issue with the fold is so does it mean that there could be a problem in, at with the point that folds so if that point gets a problem that means the phone is done well samsung hopefully will be here next week to give us some more well even nokia is now introducing five cameras wh- which i find very back. annoying yes it's very annoying why would you even like have five cameras I, you know, I told you that it's very soon we'll have a phone just made of a camera. You're yeah. just holding, holding a camera no, I mean, and it, then you take... I think Samsung did something like that. Yeah. It was primarily a phone. Yeah, I think a I camera, saw something like that. And then the phone yeah, was like, ago. you know, the added benefits So it's going to be 12 megapixels each. It's, come on. All the it's five. Like, yes. <laughs> five cameras, it's, it's 12 ridiculous. megapixels each. Yes, each. Wait, how will the photos look like? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but I mean, I don't mind. I mean, will it be better the than more the cameras, camera? the better. I would, I would like to see it though. So two cameras will actually use a red, green, and blue sensor to capture color, and the other three are monochrome, <laughs> allowing them to capture nearly three times as much light right. as there is no need to filter. Right. Okay, so you can get a lot of options for pictures, no matter how you want to use it. Mm. And then also in China, they are introducing a 5G smartphone. Right. I think last time I was listening to a debate on on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, about U.S. trying to restrict Huawei to do something like that because, they, you know, been, competition... They've been trying for a very long time. But how, where, where are we now? We are at 4G, MTN. We are 4G you? now, yeah. but it's 4G light, not 4G. Yes. You know, and no, LTE, actually. And what's interesting is last week, 
when Samsung released, mm-hmm. you know, their slew of mm-hmm. phones, their 5G version of the S10 Plus yeah. was actually released as well, which is pretty interesting with Verizon and a, a number of others coming on to talk about whatever. So, I mean, in terms of where globally we are headed, of course, 5G is the next mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. phase. Trump we says we, should bring we in Ghana has so your, your hand will be suspended in the air and then the thing opens, the page just opens <laughs> like that. You don't have to press it. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully uh, there's nothing like that. But yeah, I so, mean, so it's it's a it's a it's basically a yeah, that's it. War. Yeah, hopefully I get to use my new iPhone on a 5G network straight well, up. No, we, we can't I wait. Just <laughs> want the S10. iPhone. I just want the S10. It's coming out in March. My birthday is in March. So on that Jeez. note, yeah, as Farida Shaibu, you can follow me on Twitter. Make sure you do. But hey, that is all we have time for on the show this week. I do hope you have caught a bit. A thing or two from either Nasebuidu or from the team over at Betway and get into the challenge and earn some good money for your mobile application or your solution. It's been such a pleasure coming your way on City Trends. My name is Philip Pashon. A big thank you to the team for making the show possible. God bless. Until next week, stay techy. City is alive on 97.3.